Hey guys, I'm Justin Wright, and this is the Hold My Beard Podcast. Sunrise, I think. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful scent. <laughs> okay, thank you for tuning into this episode. It's going to be a great one. I have been looking forward to this. I've also taken way too long to post an episode, so thank you for your patience, and I ask for your forgiveness. It's about time, Justin. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> that introduces my very special guest, my favorite Filipino on the entire world, Michael Carnes. It's me. He is I, here. I was half expecting you to, to say Michael Carnes as like a jab. I thought about cause, it. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because my name's like spelled C-A-R-N-E-S. For those who actually need to know. <laughs> He's a big deal. Look him up. He, he has great music. Look him up on the Facebooks, the iTunes. Where else? Uh, Spotify. Okay. I would say Google Play and all these other ones, but no one. Everyone mainly just gets Apple Music and Spotify. I, I'm, I hold my beards on Google Play, sir. Oh, yeah. So go yeah. and yeah. kill two okay. birds. No, that's <laughs> fine. No. Hold my beer podcast no and my Carnes ZP. Play except for the millions of people who have Google accounts. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, the floor's wet. Whenever I sat down, I spilled my water cup <laughs> everywhere. Oh, no. It's gross. Um, anyway, he is here with me today. Uh, wanted to talk about life's changes, I think is the best way to sum that yeah, up. Yeah, life changes. Think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, someone had emailed me and asked where I thought I would be, you know, five years ago. Uh, from where I was five years ago to now, and they said they don't necessarily dislike where they're at in life, but they are not where they thought they would be. And I don't think that person's alone. I mean, I, I'm not where I thought I would be, and that's not a good or a bad thing necessarily. Yeah. Uh, you know, so to to feel like that is a totally normal thing, an acceptable thing. And I want to cut right to the chase with this topic. Uh, Michael, I know you mm -hmm. have had major, since yeah. I've known you, you've yeah. had, your whole life has done several, several turns and sharp corners and forks in the road. And Yeah, I would definitely say my life has kind of been like the Olympics, except it's been four or five years of the right. Olympics nonstop. Right. Yeah, right. a lot of obstacles, a lot of change and a lot of good things and bad, but mostly good. Yeah, and and it goes to show that lots of good things can come out of it. I mean, we we had we were in a band. We made yeah. we were just talking about we made a CD. That's kind of cool. Tell our, tell our grandbabies. Yeah, tell our grandbabies. Also listen to that also on Spotify. Yeah, music. <laughs> <laughs> I I get the. It's called the ride is not an warranty. I still collect like three. Wait, a cent for every three I think plays. So yeah, it's been, I think it's been it's been out for four. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Sorry, it's been out for I think for two almost three years, and so, I think the most money I've ever made digitally is like ten bucks. So help <laughs> by downloading this album. Still, our grandbabies need to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> we we will split the funds. Our grandbabies, because that's how long it's going to take. <laughs> that's how long <laughs> it's going to take. Our, our children will be fine. It's yeah. our grandbabies. That's how it is anyway. Yeah. We just know? won't tell our actual children about it at all. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's how it is. There's like the, there's a grandparent love and then like your mom and dad or whatever. They love you, but your grandparents love you. Where you give you them know? what you wanted to give to your kids. But yeah. you're like, you know, they don't they don't they deserve, deserve it. They're spoiled. <laughs> They're spoiled. They're spoiled. I made a CD and they didn't even care. <laughs> They're spoiled. Heck, after all, I'm their parents. Right. <laughs> They're yeah. spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff, though. Good stuff. Uh, like I said, let's hop right into it. I want to go ahead and start with... You go first, me go first. 
Uh, we'll have you go first. You I'll go ask first? you. Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. ask you. Yeah. So let's say high school. High school. High school. Uh, let's not get into high school. Let's say you're graduating. High Graduated school. high school. Okay. Okay. You are 18. 18. Wide-eyed. Wide-eyed. Bright future ahead. Bright future. Where did you see yourself in, in five years whenever you... Well, heck, it is about five years. Yeah, four or five years. So what, yeah. uh, what, what type of... Changes did you think uh, were going to happen that didn't happen or, you know, what did you hmm. expect to happen that didn't immediately, you know? You know, it's OK. So I was lis- I was thinking about this as I was listening to Johnny Cash's Hurt and I felt like I was having like an existential like breakthrough, <laughs> whatever I was feeling. He does that to you. Yeah. If I if I didn't know how to answer that question, you know, now, like. Wait, if I didn't know how to answer that question, then I definitely know how to answer it now after listening to that song. But I think. Um, I was thinking about it. Well, the thing is, I don't think I really had a plan. Like, uh, Mm. when I graduated high school, um, when I was thinking about it on the way here, I realized that I didn't care about much, but the things I did care about, I cared about them very deeply. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you you knew me. Yeah. I mean, like, um, obviously I didn't care much about my clothes. I'm still wearing the same red hoodie shirt right now that I wore in high school, <laughs> but I'm probably wore this outfit like near the tail end of my high school uh, career. But, um, well, you, you own it. You look, you look good. Thanks man. You know, yeah. You're doing well. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's pretty ratty, but I've just kind of <laughs> owned it. But, um, but yeah, I, um, I don't, yeah, I didn't really have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, graduated high school. I didn't really, I think, uh, I don't know, this probably might become as a surprise for some people, but probably not. But, you know, I didn't I didn't believe in God, like really, like out right when I graduated high school. Like mm-hmm. you were there when I started going to church for the first time after mm-hmm. high school. Um, so as far as religious views, I didn't really have a direction. Didn't really care about college that much. I think I went just to go because everybody yeah, everybody else did. What like, people tell you to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what people tell you to do. And I, you know, didn't really care about you know, college that much. Um, I cared a lot about music because that's when I was getting first started. And I think the only things I really cared about graduating high school were music and the relationships I already had or the relationships I was growing. You know, I wanted to grow and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I didn't really have a plan. I think the only thing I knew definitively was... Don't I won't get married until I'm 27. <laughs> like I think it's the, the only thing. Yeah. But now I'm yeah. getting married in August. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 24. It's totally crazy. And like I remember telling friends like throughout the years, like you know, since I graduated high school, you know, before I met um, my fiance, now that I'd be like, you know, I'm not, I don't really want to get married until I'm 27. It'd be I, cool. I think we talked about that. Yeah, we've talked. Oh, we we have, had that conversation. We've had that. Yeah. And I would be like, you know, because I feel like I d- would have done everything by the time I'm 27 and now that I'm 24 I realized since I graduated high school um I definitely want to say like I may have accomplished a lot more than what I thought I would but in a different way no it makes sense yeah it's not everybody's bucket not even a bucket list everybody's personal to-do list is According to their own standards. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I think there's this whole thing in in high school, like when you graduate high school, that you're supposed to have it all figured out. But I know for sure that I did. There's a huge. I mean, even even the going to college process, you're expected to know in and go and pick a major. You're 18. Like you don't. 
and especially like in this economy, you can't afford to change your your major. Yeah, <laughs> you and, know, you can't in this, in this economy. In this economy, like, it's you very, can't, no, it's true though. I yeah, mean, very true. And, and then once you're committed to it, you're two yeah. or three years in. You want to go for a business degree, and then you realize you love doing live audio, and you don't need your degree, but you're already committed to it. So you finished with your with your bachelor's in you know management studies from the University of Tennessee. Yeah, and I'm definitely not talking about myself. <laughs> I was gonna say that's definitely not, not me. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm Speaking fine. from experience, I'm fine. I'm he's not fine. There. I'm good. Let's say we are in a we are doing great. We are in a four walled room. I've with, got with Christmas lights, a green Christmas light, lights, yes. a green lamp. Um, uh, for creativity. <laughs> believe it or not, there is a stick from the outdoors. That's a really nice stick. on the bed next to me. And, <laughs> and there's like candles so and a vacuum so we are doing pretty well the yeah but this really is just one room to a wonderful house because we are in in justin's house yes so. but yeah no i um yeah um but you know i went to school i think when i went to school i knew i wanted to do psychology though if there was anything i wanted to do mm-hmm. i wanted to do psychology because what it came down to uh two things i really knew that I was good at was art and um, being relational with people. And I think the thing is, I just cared about people way too much for me to, to you know. The problem is I work too hard and I care too much. <laughs> I said that in a job interview and I got at the job. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember when I got my first like big boy job, the one I actually needed a degree to get. <laughs> And um, it's I got, impressive, though, that it actually it worked out, actually worked. Yeah. And um, very impressive. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm yeah, pretty no proud problem. of it. It's a wonderful I never story. doubted you. Never, <laughs> never did that charm. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, charming. I think also some of it had to do with your um, with your reference or whatever. When the lady called you and you said he's blossomed into quite the young man. <laughs> and like, I'm great at kissing ass. I got it. I'm like, especially for my buddy. I was like, who the hell says blossom? <laughs> I did. Especially and it's an in effective a pro- word. As a professional reference too. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. It's better than he done real good. He like, done no, real good. He blossomed into this ten out of ten. Would recommend beautiful human being. Yeah, uh, I put him as cashier any day. Yeah, he would. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted. To- I wanted to do psychology. That was what I wanted to do. But um, later, I think uh, three years into doing, you know, studying and then going, uh, actually working as like not just an administrative part of a mental health agency, but as a counselor, I learned very quickly that, um, you know, psychology stuff, like it teaches you good how to be a sponge, but not how to wring yourself out. And I like that. Yeah. And I think uh, I I would definitely say that you and the band like kind of noticed that too, mm-hmm. like near the the end of our run, our four year run. But yeah, I think I just really cared about. I don't want to say just cared about having fun, having a good time, but like, but that is true, that's true to a point. Oh, yeah, We're, you're still not kids, but right. No, I was funny. I was at a I was at a Christmas party with Kayla, and Kayla's my fiance. But uh, and I only say that for everyone listening, not for just Justin, because Justin knows. But um, I, I was haven't at a, met you yet. Yeah, <laughs> but I will. You I will. tried to give you a gift through Tyler, and yeah. Tyler forgot. Let's call Tyler out right I'm now. I'm going to <laughs> right now, like I'm on this podcast. Make him listen to this. Just this part. Ten minutes in. Eleven minutes of. 20 seconds. We will publicly Getting shame Tyler. Out. Yeah. But I'm sorry. We, Go ahead. I'm <laughs> you are fine. But um, at a 
at Kayla's Christmas party, um, her boss was was like, uh, so what's your industry? And I remember that being the most grown up thing I've ever been asked. <laughs> and like, and, you know, a part of me wanted to be like the industry of having a good time. But I was like, no, like, I don't know. But yeah, um, it's Michael's excellent adventure. Michael's excellent adventure. <laughs> <laughs> eating hot pockets and. <laughs> Uh, that was it. That's that was it. Just eating hot pockets. No, no. Hot pockets and rice. No, that, what a life! Yeah. I used to. I went through like a, a year or so just eating hot pockets you did. every day in the doghouse. In the doghouse, hot pockets. Yeah. No, it was waffles. And doghouse was waffles. That's what it was. Waffles and peanut that, butter. That's right. Hey, that's water. awesome though. With yeah. syrup on that. Yeah, my body. My body never looked good, but then again, that was all I had to eat. Oh for my like, gosh, it was awesome. But back to what we were saying because we went, <laughs> we went on a long thing because there are a lot of things we could probably talk about with them. But um, we'll yeah, I think I probably. Um, you know, my, what was my five-year plan? I didn't have one. Yeah. But the thing is, five years later, five six years later after high school, I realized that it didn't really um didn't really matter that I didn't have one. You know, mm. I think it all worked out. Um, you know, got got into Jesus. Um, still don't have like a solo rock and roll album, which <laughs> I thought I would have by now, but you know, I did, I did get one with you guys and, you know, yeah, yeah. and that was pretty you cool. Brought, you're, you're making steps towards it though. Yeah. You got I'm, the EP. Yeah. I got like some music stuff <laughs> available on iTunes. My <laughs> car C-A-R-N-E-S. Uh, you know, you're in, and you've had a plethora, like you said, you've had a plethora of jobs. You were a uh, worship minister, uh, worked at uh, Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Oh my gosh! Yes, I was, I was telling someone asked me on the way to a wedding this weekend. Said, "What was the crappiest job you had?" And I said, "Little Caesars." But like, <laughs> but here's the so here I have to clarify because like, but with with Little Caesars, I worked there for two years. That's the longest I've ever been at a job, and I was assistant manager there. And the people, like the customers, were like the worst part about that job because I remember I had a guy like throw breadsticks at me because nice. they were a little too brown. First off. That guy is an asshole because <laughs> you don't waste those breadsticks. Yeah, you don't. And like crazy bread, crazy bread. Yeah, he should have been punched in the face with the marinara cup and just you know what I'm saying. It would have looked like a murder scene. Like. I know that's the point. That's the point. Sorry, and, um, but the the people I worked with were were pretty cool. Yeah, um, I found a, a lot of good community there. But I remember working there and like you know I got a new boss and it was a boss I didn't really work with or I didn't really get along with because uh, we were really close in age. But his job position was higher than mine. But he was new and i knew the staff more so the staff like respected me more than they did him and then just a mess yeah and i remember my time to go when it was my time to go was when my uh so, like a member of my church like um it's like his wife came in who would also be- end up becoming my student advisor at the college i got my associates from she came in saw me working and didn't know my boss was standing next to me and she goes you're not gonna work here for the rest of your life <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh you're right <laughs> yeah that was powerful though i mean yeah. you know because sometimes that's a good point because it's very easy yeah going back to where i'm at right now and there's nothing wrong with working at Little Caesars. That's not no, what yeah, either that's not of the us are saying. But that's a great point to your your people. You're not stuck. Yeah. You, it may seem like I got these bills, and I get it. We we all have debt, so student loans, car payment, mm. credit cards. Um, you know, just silly things that you may or may not need to spend money on. But you're not stuck. The the the, the lady coming up to you at Little Caesars in a way was kind of a a, a message saying, hey. 
break yeah. free of this mentality that you are just a puppet yeah. in this society. Because you're not. Everybody's yeah. their own, own person. You're in charge of, of, of your own. <laughs> you're the pilot of your own life. <laughs> you're the pilot of this train. Trains don't have pilots. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was an inside joke with no one here. But, <laughs> that sounds like uh, I didn't get that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but you're not. You're not stuck. You're not, you're not forced into this. And I know it feels like it. And some people, yeah, you, you may be in a financial pickle in your life. And I should rephrase that because... I don't like how that sounds, but financial yeah. pickle. Yeah, both are green. The financial uh, predicament. Pickle. I knew it was a p word. <laughs> Hashtag pickle. Hashtag pickle. Hashtag financial pickle. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want it. But no, I think that I think that's a cool point, and that was that that call for you that that realism of hey, I'm, you know, you're I'm not gonna be here forever. I'm not gonna be stuck at. I'm not gonna be this administrative assistant or whatever it is you're mm-hmm. doing. I'm not going to be that forever. And there's hope in the fact that you just, you just have to want that change. Mm-hmm. And I think you are a good example. Like you've yeah. never been one to settle for less. Stay the same. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, and you fight for what you want and that's no, yeah, been evident sure. in your actions and how mm-hmm. you're composing your life now. Mm-hmm. And regardless of if you're an assistant manager at little Caesars or if you're uh, on the executive board of a fight, you know, of a Fortune 500 company, and you feel stuck in this. If you are the CEO routine, of Little Caesars, you are. That could be it. <laughs> like you, you always have that that um, room for change in your yeah. life, and it's super scary. You know, it's very scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Uh, yeah. What trying, about what about you? Yeah, for me. Yeah, it was. Well, turn this around on yeah, you. Know, turn it around. <laughs> for me, I don't think I had a five year plan. I was. Uh, very uh, when I graduated high school, I was very I had my I had my close circle of friends, mm-hmm. you know, going to college, excited. Uh, I love marching band, so I did the Pride of the Southland band. Um, did that for two years. After two years, I ended up not liking it anymore, so I mm-hmm. left. But I definitely um, was just kind of going through the motions. I think uh, going into college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I know I wow. liked to feel busy. I didn't know you didn't. I, th- I thought you always wanted to get a thing in business. Well, I don't know if I wanted a thing in business because I'd always kind of toyed with the notion of owning something, like yeah. being my own boss. I yeah. guess I can change what I said. I've always yeah. wanted to be my own okay. boss, but I didn't know exactly with what industry or where, whether it was going to be working for myself. Mm-hmm. But... um yeah, I I really I, so you know I went with business because it was kind of a broad degree, and I was like I'll go with management because I can use that anywhere. And I guess about my junior year, I really discovered my like I've always liked to run audio at church and mm-hmm. any yeah. type of bands that I could around town. I guess I really discovered my passion working with the company I still work for now. Um, and it, you know I really wanted to drop out of college because I was like I don't need this degree. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, wanted to drop out because you truly you don't need a bachelor's to do the industry I'm in unless you're trying to go like this sales route type. But I just wanted to be a technician, you know, yeah. show up and do audio or do video or lighting or anything like that. And um, you know, so that was a battle for a year. And then my parents talked some sense into me. They're like, "You're this far." You have one year left. Just suck it up and do it. Mm. I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. Whatever. In that voice. I could see you okay. like then. Like, yeah, I was like so so defeated. Yeah, I yeah. remember when you graduated college too, like that last year. That was a stressful year. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, but I did it, got through it, and I'm thankful I did it. But um, yeah, I uh, honestly the general direction I wanted to go, I didn't know. And like I said, I found that passion for you know corporate AV and uh, musical AV and running audio. And through that, I was like, I really want to have my own AV company. I want to be mm-hmm. the largest you know southeastern region type of AV company. And uh, that was naive. That was a little much no i don't think so it's good to dream yeah you i mean know. if you ever if you ever need a an hr guy <laughs> i may just, i may with go, some of my future plans yeah um yeah i wanted to have my own company i wanted to be the best at everything and uh then i graduated college in 2013 in may and i just stuck with that company and like i'm gonna work as much as i can and uh during that time i hit this weird and you remember this this yeah. weird social low not Ooh. with my friends but i really i got yeah. tired of knoxville yeah i've been no. here my born and raised no. here yep i think i know where what, yeah. where this is going yeah, yeah. born nope. and raised here and so i yeah i uh i lived at home my last two years of college to help save some money and i moved out so, which is I, smart yeah very <laughs> smart actually um you know to save some money and i moved out and Oddly enough, whenever I moved out, it really hit me full force that I didn't want to be in Knoxville. Mm. Like, dreading, like, oh, this mm-hmm. place is boring. It's the same same stuff day in, day out. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to do that, and I just fought with it. So I gave myself a two-year, you know, two-year timeline. So this is roughly four years after I graduated high school. <laughs> so I... My five-year plan is kind of non-existent. So now I came up with a new one. I got like a three-year plan, right? Okay. So that's what I was like. I'll give myself two years, learn all I can, Mm -hmm. and then move to Nashville. Or I guess really just Nashville is all I had. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember those conversations. Like you wanted to move to Nashville. And I remember some of our friends were like, yeah, I heard Justin was like looking at places in Nashville. He's trying to move, you know. And I I do, like, uh, to a small part of me does still want to go somewhere, uh, but uh, as time went on, I'm uh, still working with the company I'm with now, and uh, the more, it's always a pit. The more you mm-hmm. learn, mm-hmm. the more you realize how much you don't know. No, yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, you gain A, B, and C knowledge, but you realize, oh, I don't have D, E, or F. <laughs> there's the rest of the alphabet. Yeah, there's there's all <laughs> these other letters that I need to have. Yeah, and uh, that that was in a way kind of depressing. Mm. Because for all that you've gained, like, because I knew nothing about really video or lighting, and you know I'm quite proficient in it now, but I didn't know anything. So the more the more I did the the work, I was like, oh, oh crap! Like, there's so much more I don't know. Yeah. So I better stay here and build myself, and uh, you know that that's kind of kind of how my goals lined out. Uh, stayed working with the same company still. And it was, I guess it was about April last year. I had a conversation with one of my coworkers cause uh, I wasn't happy doing what mm-hmm. I'm doing. I just thought it was monotonous. I felt like I'd become stagnant mm-hmm. and they were pushing me. They're like, you need to leave or change your attitude. You know, one uh, of my friends, Barry told me a long time ago, you can change your attitude or change your zip code. Uh. And, you know, I always felt going back to uh, the hashtag financial pickle, I felt like I was in one with my student loans and all this other debt. I didn't feel I could just get up and move to another city and make Mm -hmm. it on my own. 
So that fear kind of has held me in place. But now I'm realizing that I, if I truly wanted to, I'd make it happen. Mm-hmm. I have a good support system. Yeah. People would help me if I needed it, you know, not saying I'd have to borrow money, but just like, hey, I may need a place to crash right now. I'm still in the middle of looking for yeah. some new place. Uh, but, um, you know, that that kind of changed my outlook a little bit. And it encouraged me to focus less on moving away because I can stay here and save some money and find not necessarily a new passion, but find something that is a reason to stay where I'm at, to be happy with yeah. my location. You know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, I think because, you know, because I think what happens is like, you know, when you graduate high school, you're like, sweet, I got all this. Like, again, this, I was thinking about this on the way here. It's like you graduate high school and you're like, oh, I have all this time now to do the things I like to do. But then the things you like to do slowly start to feel like work. Right. Sometimes it ends up being work and then you have to try to find new things to do. And that could be anything. And I think this podcast has definitely become one of those things because now you have this podcast. Yeah. And now you can bring in like a lot of people that, you know, right. Who'd be willing to sit with you. And I do. And I, yeah. I truly do. I this this is a good hobby for me because I do. I work all the time. Yeah. Truly. All the time. Very. <laughs> We've been trying to schedule this for, t- <laughs> for two months. Pretty two, much. two months. Really. Yeah. And before that, it was the phone call. It was phone. Yeah. So it's been and we're just now and it's middle of March. Yeah. Now, it looks like spring, but it snowed this morning. Snow, yeah. So go, it's, you know, it's East go Tennessee. Figure. It is East Tennessee. But yeah, so for two months, we've been trying to plan it. And, and I'm happy that we're getting to do it now because this does bring me a measure of joy. And it's relatable to what my passion is in, which yeah. is audio, yeah. audio related things. You know, so and if you ever want to have me back on for another episode, you know, before I move, like. <laughs> <laughs> shame. We're, I don't know if you've noticed, but we are <laughs> shameless when it comes to plugs. Yeah. And you know, promos. the rhinos in our heyday, we were good at <laughs> interviews like we only did like a like not even a handful but we were good we did one solid one we did once and it was on the interwebs yeah we did somewhere one solid one um i think steven and i did one uh you did on the radio didn't you no tyler and i did one on the radio but that one never aired i don't think we i don't know if it ever aired Well, this is gonna be on the air yeah this better be on the air this is gonna be on the air i'm gonna I don't know how it's going to be on the radio. Yeah. But because like what people don't know is that in those interviews, when we talk, like we always say, like afterwards, or mainly Justin just says, you can quote me on that. That's true. <laughs> you can quote me I, on say, that. I have a lot of good quotes in my life. I'm, I have a, a Google keep folder of just stuff I say. And that's <laughs> just stuff probably I say. the most narcissistic <laughs> thing or, you know, I could have ever thought of, but at least I'm honest about it. Yeah, I know no, it. Not many people are not. Um, no. But no, uh, that was good. Thank you for that insight. Uh, I'd like to move on a little bit. Mm-hmm. What, um, so taking the five-year plan out of the picture, because I know that phrase can scare a lot of people. Five years? What, what am I going to do? And it is good to have an idea. But aside from that, what, and we talked about it a little bit, but since, uh, not even to put a timeline on it, but uh, one thing I try to do, like I said, I, I am still here in Knoxville after saying I wanted to move and all this all this stuff. But uh, one thing I'm trying to do is look back at things I have achieved that I'm proud mm, of. Yeah. Like my, what is my version of success? Mm. And, I, and I, I ask you the same thing. I mean, during yeah. the time that you've been mindful of where you're at in life, instead of just going through the motions and you're conscious of making your own choices, like mm. <laughs> that was poor phrasing. You're, you're conscious of 
the choices you make now can impact you in the long term. Yeah. What are some of the things that you look back on, whether it was a dark time of your life or a good time that you're, you're proud of that you mm. can say, Hey, I was having a real awful time in life, but I did this or, Oh, I honestly would say that. Um, and you know, I would, you know, I, I think about it too a lot and like, I'll write it on my, computer at work sometimes not to say that's what i do all the time at work but yeah um, sure. <laughs> but uh no i would say one of the best things uh that i did uh i would still say is one of the best things easy in top three was being in a band like i would say mm. that like that changed my life like forever like um for yeah geez like it's where do i even begin like it opened um, a lot of doors. Yeah, it opened a lot of doors. Like not even just for like you know, uh, financial opportunity or like you know just more of my passion. But I would say I discovered most of who I was in that group, and and here's why. And this is what I think success is. I think success is, um, I would say success is being able to look at yourself and seeing how much that you have to offer the world, um, hmm. and not not even just money or time. You know, it could just be like, what are you able to offer? And for me, I find a lot of fulfillment in being able to give people, um, I would guess, not advice, but like be able to share wisdom that I've learned from experience. Sure. Um, because when we started the group, um, I was in a pretty dark place. Like it, like, you know, we will just say like, I, okay, so for people who don't know the story, I was in a... <laughs> When we started the group, I was kicked out of my mom's house for throwing a party and getting a fight with one of my parents. And I was living in this, uh, my friend's guest house um, and my job, I was getting in trouble with my job, you know, because I was like, you know, had a poor attitude and didn't really have Internet access. If I wanted to upload something on the Internet, I would go to the college I was going to at the time. And I just had waffles and peanut butter mm. and water and the house also had gym equipment so my again my body never looked good oh that ab machine the ab machine we hang up upside down yeah it got so dizzy yeah every time. the ab machine yeah and so i think uh for me like i was when we started that group i was at a place where i was a blank slate and i was ready to grow and i remember mm. a lot of those good conversations and i've told you this quote before and you don't remember it which sometimes makes me upset but like uh, i remember you and i were sitting and like it was i think uh pro honestly it was probably the same night we met like but we were it was in your driveway wasn't it no, it was in it was in it was in the living room of That's the right. dog, a okay. living room of the doghouse and um and we were in the living room and I remember I think I was just like sitting on the floor and you were sitting behind your drum set and you I remember you you said uh uh you need sometimes you need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask God what you need right now like not like not tell God what you want but ask God what you need and it's like dang like you know like like that's a lot like to say and you know me not being much of a believer then you know i was like oh, whatever and so i did it <laughs> i did it and i did it and i would say like that and that moment was such a cataclysmic thing because not only did that spark our band and get me to work through all like you know the things that i went through in my life you know kind of cleaned up you know, the inside of who I was, get all the crap out of who I was. And mm -hmm. then also like it opened so many doors to just the relationships I had, you know, like yeah. the girls yeah. I would get involved with and then, or like the different friends I would meet, you know, I don't think I would be 
uh, I don't think I would have gone to church if I didn't, um, if I wasn't in this band because it was Tyler who told me to ask out the girl who brought me to church in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, all this stuff just kind of happened and it just, it was just the perfect, the perfect like catalyst for everything in my life. Like got me like, you know, wanting to go into mental health, got me to reflect on my own mental health, you know, like, cause when you're songwriting, writing music with like, you know, same people like every week, um, you're just kind of like having to constantly explore who you are and it's sometimes exhausting and, you know, sometimes yeah. really frustrating. And then, you know, just kind of laying your heart on the line. And so like, I think after doing that for four years, uh, it was it was worth it because at, on the other side of that, even though I was pretty worn out, but like at the on the other side of it, like I was able to see who I was and seeing what I was able to offer to every everything. Like you know, yeah, I'm glad I you know went started going to church and like you know found God. Like you know, got a foot in the door to like the mental health like aid, like industry. Even though I decided to stray away from that and work in just pure administrative and sure I'm glad that like I'm still doing my solo work and you know and you know and of course I am glad that I am engaged to the, my, my beautiful fiance but um I would say the the best decision I ever I've ever made in um after graduating high school uh before asking my lovely lady to marry me. <laughs> Getting those brownie points in. Yeah, I got. This is this is. I really watch what two, I say. Two these, free passes these, already. Because the thing is, like, these are two great things. Of course, like, yes, I'm happy and I'm belated that I am engaged and I'm going to get married in August. But um, I would say one of the best decisions I ever made was. Uh, starting that band with you and with Tyler and mm. Steven. And that was a wonderful, wonderful it was a good, I think it was a good come together. Uh, Cause I, and how you and I started playing mm-hmm. as a total happenstance story. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause I did, you could tell it if you want before. Yeah. So I was, um, I was in another band uh, previous to the rhinos being formed and uh, we had all split ways, but my drum set was at um, one of the other members house and I needed to get it out. Cause I didn't have any room at my place. And it just so happened, like, I had met you once at Food City, I think. Yeah, I think it was, like, in passing. And Yeah, I was with yeah. JB or Tyler. At, I think JB, and you were working behind the meat counter or yep. whatever. Yeah. And I talked to you then, and um, I know that uh, I was going to get my drum set out, and you and I had been talking a little bit, and yeah. uh, Tyler had pitched me the notion, and JB, too, Hey, Michael's over here, you know, see if you can put your stuff there. And I think I'd ask you, is it yeah, cool for being my drum set over? Yeah, because what it was, wasn't it like um, I had written... Uh, You'd I had written, written, I had written a song. Turn. No, I'd written a Hope You Stand a Chance. That's what it hope was. You stand, that's hope, right. That's hope, right. Uh, hope, hope, I, hope You and I Stand yeah, a Chance. That's really right. long title. But uh, put it on SoundCloud, and I think one of them showed it to you. Yeah, because we were over... Because it, it was at my parents' house. We were hanging out. That's yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I started drumming along to it. I was like... Okay, cool. I think I got something, and moved my kid over to the doghouse, and you and I started jamming together. Yeah, and that sparked a wonderful friendship because yeah. I think I think we talked more than we actually did play music, which was a really good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were both, you know, I was in the. I think I just actually I was going through a, a weird 
you and I, I think, both got out of relationships. Yeah, we both got out of relationships, <laughs> and it was a weird. We so, both so got. Cliche, we'll just say it. We both. So cliche. We both got out of relationships. Yeah. We were, we're both angsty, we're, angsty kids. Yeah, like, angsty, hated women. Bitter, <laughs> yeah, just total emo moment. Yeah. Not even, not even ashamed of that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and uh, and that was a good outlet for me too. I mean, your friendship and Tyler's friendship and JB, we all formed this new friendship circle, and that helped me in my life down the road help me realize what truly is important and the people mm-hmm. to keep in your life you know so that it, it's a cool come together story yeah um but i i like how you said that the band is really it was the catalyst for yeah you uh and and you took off i mean really your life like you have yeah like, it, i'll say the, everyone likes to have someone in their life that they can watch grow and you've been mm. that for me like continuously oh, really? yeah you're like my Shoot. little my little asian brother oh, it, thanks. <laughs> oh man you know you you look forward to seeing someone grow and you're 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 there like you are yeah the panic you're asking a woman to 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 marry i you, have asked her which is crazy yeah that's a, that's a crazy thought it's you like know? yeah you, you know it's crazy and then you know when when you do it uh, man, I don't even know. Like, I don't, I don't know if everybody that's been married or engaged can agree with me when I say this. But man, it's like when you know, you know. And when yeah. you're in that sweet spot, it's like everything else will figure it out. Like sure. when we were talking about, oh, I can't move to this place because of like you know financial whatever or everything here. And it's like I'm doing that, and it's like, man, it's like you're you truly are never stuck. It's just yeah. a matter of doing the thing. Hey, I mean, like it really is. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're getting married in August. Mm-hmm. Congrats, by the way. Thanks, Doc. Honored to be. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be there. Uh, yeah, a groomsman. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I um, in regards to my work situation, my buddy was right. I needed to find another passion. I started this podcast. I got a second job mm-hmm. at a bar, mind your p's and q's, located out in Farragut in the Renaissance Suite. I think. Is it Renaissance? No, it's not Renaissance. No. Yes, it is. Yes. It is a Renaissance Suite. <laughs> Renaissance Suite. Come out and see us. Uh, happy hours all day on Thursday. Uh, give them some tips. Five to seven, Tuesday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday anyway, Tuesday. so I got a job there, and I'm I'm starting to pursue the avenue of I I think I really do want to have my own pub or my own you know yeah. small type of place, have a concert little concert venue attached to it, and that's a perfect combination of both mm-hmm. things that I love. Um, AKA, I love to work at a bar. It's, I love the environment. Mm-hmm. I love meeting the people. Um, learning about different types of alcohol, things like that. But but I think it, it's funny because we're talking about the band was this, and I don't mean to keep, I don't mean to annoy people by talking about it. But it really was. It was a big deal. It's a big deal. Like and, it may have not been a big deal like to everybody else, but it was like one of the biggest deals to us. It's <laughs> very relatable, and yeah, <laughs> and I think it goes back to if you're sitting in your office chair right now and you're like, man, I feel like I'm just stuck, or I feel like I'm in this spot and I don't know where I'm gonna go. Start Honestly, a band. whenever we. <laughs> Well, yeah, start a band. Start a band. <laughs> but whenever we started the band, though, if you if you took where we were then, mm. mentally, psychologically, emotionally, to uh, where we are now, man. I'm about to I'm I'm in works to buy the house that I'm renting. Yeah, you're getting married. I'm getting married. Like those are Tyler. Two, Tyler's like graduated college. Yeah, or he's, he's about gonna, to finish college. Steven owns not owns, but he like runs his own store. Yeah. Like JB's got his own house. JB's like, got his own house. Curtis like, has a baby. Curtis has a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like like so many things could happen so in many, like five yeah, years. From, yeah, from that four to five years. So there's always mm. hope. 
There's always hope this stuff can change. Yeah. Whether it is a baby, a house, a job, uh, a wife or whatever, or a husband or whatever. Yeah. Any of those things. Yeah. I mean, you, you could win the lottery tomorrow yeah. for all you know. You I, don't know. For sure. I think the biggest thing that I've learned is like you, you'll get somewhere. It might not be exactly where you might think and it might not be the way that you expect, but it's definitely the way that you need to go. And yeah. it's definitely the place that you need to be. And I think I, I, w- I agree with that. Regardless of your faith or your beliefs, if you have none, that's that's your own that's your own thing. That's yeah. cool. But uh, here's the truth of it. And it's sometimes hard to hear. And I know we all struggle with it. But at the end of the day, if you truly aren't happy with where you're at in life, then it's only you who can do something yep. about it. And I know everybody says that if you're not happy, do something about it. But I mean, it's true. But it's true. It's, yeah, it's that's l- the hard truth. Like me, I, I, we were just talking about it earlier. I haven't uh, worked out in a couple months. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I got my little, I, my baby fat is still on my belly. <laughs> you know, it's just all this baby fat here. 20, I'd like what it is to it, go 27 away. 27 years strong. Yeah, baby. 27 years <laughs> strong baby. Years strong if baby anything, fat. I'm resilient and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I lost that train of thought, but what I'm saying is like, I, I, at the end of the day, okay, well, I need to go to the gym. Well, why am I not going to the gym? Cause I've been distracted with other things or I just don't feel like it. Well, I'm can only blame myself. And you know yeah. what? Maybe I just really, maybe I don't care as much as I think I care yeah. about it. If I'm comfortable, then that's good. Now yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't like go to the gym, you feel great whenever you're healthy. You feel great whenever you exercise. Yeah. But in regards to how I look and my own aesthetics, maybe I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe you're sitting at work and you're like, man, this is so boring. I hate it. Or maybe you're actually pretty content and you've never yeah. taken the time to look at it from this retrospective. Is that a word? Outrospective? It sounds good. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I know I I know I could spell it. I can spell it. If you can spell it, it if you counts. can spell it, it's a word. It's totally a word. <laughs> New words get added to the dictionary yeah, every day. Yeah, it's all good. That's what we do on this podcast. Yeah. We make it up and make it work. Yeah. That's the other thing. Own it. Like own it. Own. Like you like you were talking about own with your it. clothes. Yeah, do you, you wore that in high school? I wore this. I met Steven in, in junior year of high school in this shirt. Yeah, and I but, own it. Yeah, and you're owning it. You make it I your own. It. You find your craft and you make it your own. Yeah. Um. Some people say I'm socially awkward, and they're right sometimes. But I've done my best to own it. Pulled up, yeah. I was you know, my buddies in the and car, just, like, and like, the lady said, "Hello, welcome to Chick Fil A. What can I get you?" And I just went, "Hey," <laughs> and that's a real story. Hey. But I owned it, and I said, "I'm good. About to get some chicken." <laughs> Yeah, it's true. All this is true. It's a hundred percent true. But I owned it. You owned it. You're damn right. I walked it. I pulled around to that window. Had my credit card ready. Big old smile on my face, ready for that sweet <laughs> no, tea. That reminded me. I was Chicken. I was playing at like a like a Thanksgiving thing in a in like a in a trailer park with some friends to give food to the community and. Uh, my friend Hayden said, hey, you could do the welcome if you want. And I was like, and I get, everybody regretted giving me that decision. I mean, I owned it. In another instance of where you just got to own it. But I get behind the mic. Music has stopped. It's dead quiet. Everyone starts kind of looking. And I just get in the mic and go, hello? <laughs> As if I'm, like, answering the phone. Or trying to, <laughs> and then, like, immediately broke the ice. So pulled it off. But, again, you just got to own it. Yeah, just own whatever it is, man. Just own it. 
Uh, yeah. Don't don't be afraid to be who you really are. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing coming don't. coming into your own, being mindful of your actions, and like uh, you know, I know I have a short temper, and I'm working on it, but I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that that leads me to one of my final questions here, Michael. Um, Ooh, final question. So to cap it off, we're talking about owning owning up to to who you are. We're mm-hmm. talking about if you're truly not happy. You have to make that change, whatever it mm-hmm. is, even if it's something small. Mm-hmm. Um, what? One of the stumbling blocks, you know, like I said, I'll use the gym example. One of the stumbling blocks is, oh, I don't want to go to the gym or I'm too tired. Mm-hmm. What limitations have you oh. or do you still <laughs> <laughs> like, like as a heavy question, do you still place on yourself? And why do you think you do? Like, why do why you, do I think I do? Why do you, why do we as a people not mm. believe in ourselves enough to not just be able and go out and conquer whatever it is oh. we're thinking about? That's mm. a tough question. I know. I think if I could, so I'll answer that in two ways. Yeah, you two. can answer it in three ways. I, okay. I think or I can. Four. I think it answer in two. If if I answer in four, then this will be a two hour long podcast. <laughs> but I'll answer it in two ways. Um, first, um, cause, yeah, because that's a two part question. Like, yeah. what are my limitations, and why do we as people? Yeah, do it that? is. Um, it is. It's yeah. yeah so two parts, um, two parts. First part. What are limitations I place on myself? Um, I would say, um, gosh, I don't know. Like, it's like, is this a limitation play on myself? Cause I do have anxiety and that is something like, I cope oh with. boy, yeah. that's a Ooh, whole, that's that, two episodes. That's itself. yeah. That, yeah. That's um, a, that, that is a, that is a big one. Yeah, um, and ugh. it's kind of ironic, uh, me being the lead singer of a band for four years with things, <laughs> anxiety and yeah. a punk rock band yeah. doesn't seem to make sense. But, um, I, uh, yeah, no, I think my anxiety is the biggest, biggest thing that I probably place on me. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could take medication for it. And if you've people out there who have anxiety and, you know, if you want to take medication, there's no shame in that. Like I've just chosen not to do that now, but, um, probably, uh, probably my anxiety. Uh, yeah. And that, that's definitely gotten in the way of a lot of relational things because mm. I because for mm. me like my anxiety you know it gets to the point where like it, everything sometimes feels like a sense of urgency right like uh, yeah. like a, something I was remembering as we were talking earlier is when you were talking about you know your last year in college I remember there was a time when you know you got really frustrated with me and I got really frustrated with you because we were making like an EP for band camp and it's like and I wanted it done so bad but it's like I wasn't at all paying attention to what you were going through at all and and like you know I've, I've already told you I'm sorry but I'll say something no again. it's but, no it's good yeah but like I I remember but like things like that you know things like the outcome is low stakes but in the moment, everything sometimes for me feels very urgent. Like, yeah, wow. it's like yeah. I am the president of the United States. If I don't get this done now, someone's going to die. <laughs> like, yeah. You will be, though, someday. Me, yes, man. I don't know. If the, I don't know if the world. That was a loud car. That was a loud car. Awesome. I was like, I don't know if I, I don't think the world's ready for a, a, a Filipino president. I or, think they are. Actually, <laughs> I think now's a good time. Now's a good time. Now, now's the change. Now's again. the chance. Um, the but, change again. Yeah, I think that I think that is my biggest thing because I uh, know. Yeah. Because I know in my head that, like, some of the ways I act is wrong. Like, I know that. It's just sometimes I choose to, you know, let my anxiety run. Mm-hmm. I like, whether it be because, like, I can't figure out an answer to how to cope. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to be this. Like, can't figure out how to get out of this. I'm just going to be this. Yeah. But, um, but why do we as people, do I think, um, let 
let thing like let stumbling things let obstacles that we know exist like keep reoccurring and i think you know that also answers why i still sometimes let my anxiety get the best of me because sometimes i can't help it and here's why and i think it comes down to the fact that it's just fear is a lot mm. of fear because mm. we haven't seen whatever obstacle we're done going through it's just we just haven't seen how to tackle it and right. yeah and the thing is like we've like for years and years and years decades like since the dawn of time when like cavemen could only communicate with like ooh, ooh, uh, uh, like you know like i feel like we've always been told how to do things hmm. but it's one thing to be told and to hear how to do something than to see it acted out yeah and it's like and i think for his people and i know for me like i still stumble because i haven't seen things done any other way and like but the thing is like once i find a way to do it once i see it physically done then that is exactly how i'm gonna change right because i think you know once like if people just knew how because i think you know if people just knew how to do something or seen it done then you know the whole phrase it's easier said than done um probably wouldn't have as much gravity to it because if everybody just knew how things were done, you know, like in the first place, then I don't right. think anybody would stumble. But I think everyone stumbles because they haven't seen things done any other way than the way they've already experienced. Right. And that's why people keep stumbling. That's it why is I scary. Keep, yeah, that's so why I keep stumbling. It is scary to branch yeah. out on your own like that. I mean, yeah. And that could apply to anything. Yeah. Whether it be like yeah. mental health, like going to a job, you know, finding another. I was like, I've never... Um, I've never applied to a job out of state before or worked in a state that wasn't Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, but here I am and I like applying for work in Georgia because Kayla has moved from Michigan all the way down to Georgia. And it's like, you know what, if she can do it, then yeah, so can I. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, you know, of course, since my mom from the Philippines, if she can come from the Philippines. Mom's to, awesome. To yeah. by the way. If she could go from the Philippines to the United States and work, then surely I can go four hours away. Yeah. And she's run how many marathons? Your mom? Uh, she's run a lot of halves. I want to say she's run... Even still, a half uh, marathon. Upwards towards 20 halves. Yeah. That's like, crazy. She did this thing. She was doing this thing where she was trying to run like a half marathon in every state. Yeah. And so I remember there'd be times when I'd be like, hey, mom, what are you doing this weekend? You free? She goes, oh, I'm going to Maryland. I'm like, Okay. Where are you going? <laughs> going to St. Louis. Right. And then like, I would remember when I was living with, uh, when I was living with Bobby and Steven or even Tyler for a time when, uh, I would get a picture message from my mom and it's her like, like in Philadelphia, like next to the, uh, what is it? The Rocky statue. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, just like, what are the, you doing there? Yeah. Five foot three and awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah. She's probably five, four, but I think she's five. I don't know. Definitely don't not know. five five. Either way, five five is too much. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's well said. Um, that 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 fear is a real thing, and I think that's cool that you could admit it. I mean, that's I think that's key to future that success. Is the, that is anyway. the first step to success. Yeah, like, you if have anybody, to know. Yeah. I guess knowing your limits, really. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know, and knowing that. Okay, well, this is what I'm afraid of. This is yeah. what I need to acknowledge. And then you like you said, you've never done it, but you'll find a way to get over it. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really, uh, really well said. Yeah. I mean, if, if I didn't do, if I didn't find out what was on, if I didn't like, you know, put myself out there and what was the other side of like fear, I wouldn't be in a, I wouldn't have been in a band. I mm -hmm. wouldn't have gone right. to church. I wouldn't have, you know, decided to, 
get a handle on my mental health. In fact, it would probably be a lot worse. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there's no shame in my mental health is a whole other. Oh yeah. That's a whole other thing. Too, but, and I would love to talk about to, that at some point. Yeah. Like in another, definitely another yeah, podcast. Yeah. But yeah, straight but, on uh, the surface of it now, I, yeah. even knowing, okay, maybe I, like, it's okay to go to the, to the, whatever, psychiatrist, psychologist, yeah. the doctor. I mean, if you're no shame, no shame. And that's, it's like, and that's awesome. If you do, that's great. Now I remember the first person who ever found out that I was on anti-depressant uh, meds was Steven. And <laughs> so anybody who knows Steven, Steven's a pretty aloof character. Like aloof, like, uh, hey, I, don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say, I'm not going to say anything that might upset him, but like, um, Steven's a pretty, pretty good guy. Overall, he's a, he's got a good, he's got a good heart. <laughs> like, he does. He does. That is Steven. But I remember, he does, um, he does. <laughs> but, uh, I was at Walgreens, the pharmacy and he was there getting a flu shot and I was there picking up my medication and i go there and she was like what are you doing here and i go oh i'm just picking up medication for my mom and then woman you know pharmacy person goes karen's i go that's me and she's like michael and then steven's like oh. <laughs> he goes is everything okay and i look at him and i'm like it's not cancer and like it made things yeah. worse so he's like so kidney problems which i do have he's like you so, do. It's, so yeah. it's either kidney problems gregory right <laughs> yeah gregory <laughs> so i call my left kidney i was born with a kidney that only works like 70 percent, and like it's sometimes a pain but it's only when i do things that remind me that it's a pain but like um he's like so it's between kidney problems and cancer <laughs> and i'm like yes oh dang like yes, that's a lot of it. things yeah and so i i broke it to him like i think uh later that day and i think the falling band practice i told you guys um, but no, but yeah, no shame in admitting that you're no. afraid and you Not just don't all. know what you're doing. It's, I think people should be allowed more often to say that they don't know. Yeah, I, I do too. Like I, I was mean. listening to a John Mulaney joke and he said, it should be okay to say you don't know because your brain has never been smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with go, like we said, going to college. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I mean, th- some people are blessed to know exactly what they wanted to do. I was blessed, you know, halfway through college to find what career path I wanted to take immediately after school. But yeah, it, it, it's okay to not know. It's okay to yeah have no idea. Start a know. band. Start a band. Start a band. That's really the key to any to feeling better about yourself is to start a band. Start a band. Get your ex girlfriends listen to the songs. Do it. That you wrote about, about them. them. Um, then they, they, then they don't know that their streams are paying for, are paying you for your grandchildren someday. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then maybe eventually you'll be like Sam Smith at the Grammys and dedicate your Grammy to the one man who broke your heart. Or Adele. (laughs) Or Adele Adele. too, right? Adele, man, whoever broke her heart, I bet he feels so bad. Bastard. That bastard. (laughs) Like whoever. I would never break her heart. Whoever's the guy who inspired Rolling in the Deep and Hello. Oh. (laughs) oh, (laughs) Or Chasing Pavements. Ooh. Don't. Don't get me started. (laughs) That's my girl. Yeah. I love some Adele. Yeah. I got real sidetracked, but that's good. What about you it's good um or did you already just say it no i i hadn't said anything i think uh i think my i mean my limitations are the same the just the unknown the yeah i don't know how to do this i've never done it before Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely anxiety plays a role uh i get in my head a lot uh really self-confidence is a big big issue Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's gotten a lot better yeah uh definitely i definitely believe in the fake it till you make it Type Did you make it? Tyler told me that all through college. 
Fake it till you make it. Yeah, it, uh, Fake it till you make it. It sounds cliche, but it truly does. Yeah. I mean, it does because it's all it's all your mindset. I mean, yeah. every day you wake up, you're either going to say, I'm a champ or I'm uh, a fat piece of nothing. I'm a fat and piece of nothing. More often than not, because you <laughs> just because you mess up one little area doesn't mean like in one area of your life doesn't mean you're a failure. I think no, and that's where right. I struggled yeah. a lot, you know, because I'm not not good at many things i'm okay at a lot of things no you're pretty good at things well stop (laughs) but you're pretty good friend thanks yeah that's why you're one of my groomsmen i'm okay yeah you know but even that even that's a good topic like i'm terrible at communicating with people especially this time of year when i travel a bunch Mm. i'm awful at talking to people i forget to text or call and i get distracted very easily with work or anything else um so my apologies to anyone who I've made you feel like I've ignored, you know, been ignoring you. It's not been intentional at all. Because he's been hanging out with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After two months of After planning. After two months. Two months. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not that at all. It's, uh, and, and, I, and I think that the, uh, honestly, guilt, guilt, which is odd, that, but guilt definitely okay. holds me back too. Mm. Uh which is a kind of counterintuitive because you'd figure if you do feel bad about something, you do you would you would try to fix it. Yeah. But a lot of times it's opposite mm. because you get so caught up in how to fix it that if it's not perfect, you don't even want to try and mm. make it better. Mm. Because what's the point? Yeah. If you can't do it right, then you're just gonna make it worse anyway. So yeah. why not keep your expectation at a minimum already? Then yeah. try to make it better and make it worse. Like yeah, let's let's set the bar let's set the bar low. Yeah, I can yeah, limbo that yeah. high. <laughs> yeah, I could I could do this. I and get then, it. Yeah, which is, I guess, not selfish. Maybe it is. I don't know. What is it? The saying uh, that Kanye West said in one of his songs: "Uh, aim for the stars. So if you fall, you land on a cloud." Forget that saying. <laughs> set your bar so low. <laughs> so, don't ever improve, don't, and maybe one day you'll die. Yeah, don't don't do all that, you know. But I think that that fear of not meeting uh, other people's standards or your own standards is a real limitation. Mm-hmm. Um, also. I don't know. Um, there again, I, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of times not knowing, like like we said, not knowing what to do is okay. But it's yeah. so downtrodden in society. Yeah. Like, if you don't have a plan or you don't know what you're going to do tomorrow or you're not out starting a nonprofit or you're not out, like, being the next Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook, that something's wrong with you. Yeah, there's like, nothing wrong with you. No, not at all. And And it's hard to not get in that mindset of, like, well, this guy's famous or this guy's famous or this woman's famous yeah. or whatever and you're just sitting here like oh I, I made a really good burrito for dinner last night and i th- i think it's difficult to break out of that shell of mm-hmm. mediocrity like what yeah. it, it really just depends on your own standards but i know for me i feel like i'm not good enough to my own standards a lot of time mm. and that in and of itself holds me back Ooh, man so that was that was rough that, that was rough right here my heart chisel yeah. just chiseled some out <laughs> yeah onto this well like it's really interesting like uh i was hearing that and man something that i learned when like when it comes to like you know criticizing being really harsh like on myself and stuff it's just like something i had to like really keep in mind was up until the, up until like whatever point I ever had that doubt or whatever, I always had to tell myself, this is the best I've ever been. Mm, Yeah. And it's like, and that's true. And it's like, whether, you know, whether 
you know, your bank account is low, whether you're living paycheck to paycheck or, you know, really pissed off at your job. It's like, you know, as far as your growth goes, this is the furthest you it's like you've ever been. And this is the best that you've ever been. Yeah. And this is the most grown up you've ever been. Yeah. And it's and there's no shame in just owning that. Yeah. At all. You do more than you realize. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You look at it. You're not. You're, well, you probably, if you're listening to this, you're probably not in prison. And if you are <laughs> in prison... Watch you that, have, like, a big prison following. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and if you are, that's that's okay. You've, you've made your mistakes to get there, and you're now you're you're paying the penance, and you're moving on, and you're bettering yourself. Yeah, and you're listening to this podcast and, and helping Justin make money. I actually don't. I don't make anything. You don't make money off this? No. Oh yeah, this is just ooh. totally. Let's get some. Let's get. Let's get you some sponsors. I thought about it, you know, Did or at you... least like local. I want to get like local people. All like right. my buddy told me about uh, this guy who makes beard oil oh. in Knoxville, and I could just do like a hey, if you Dude. give me like an ounce, I'll, oh. oh, that sounds bad. An ounce of beard oil. Uh, I'll do a little promo spot. Do I don't it, know. Do an ad. Yeah, Ooh, I do this fun. for free. That, and that's the thing. This is this is fun. Like, yeah. This is a good hobby yeah. for me. So uh, anyway, back. I forgot what I was saying. No, it's OK. I think. You, yeah, I think I think we covered that pretty yeah. much. Oh, for so, sure. Well, that that was good. I think I think we'll wrap things up. That was a oh, that was so dreamy. A good topic. This was a dreamy. Good topics sesh. were covered. Yeah, yeah, this is great. It was good to have you have you here, my friend. No, oh, thanks for uh, having me. I definitely hope to have you back. We'll have anxiety and mental health talks. All really light stuff to talk. All about. really light stuff. Really good. Really Not good at all thing. things that you know. My chemical romance is already covered in their discography. <laughs> it's <laughs> true, very true. Yeah, uh, we could we could talk about music too. I mean, there's a whole plethora of things. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think uh, we're right at about the hour mark here. So really? We'll, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll probably wrap this one up. Uh, again, if you guys have any questions, email me holdmybeardpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, uh, I'll ask your opinion now. Michael and I were talking about it. I'm curious whether I should make a Hold My Beard Facebook page, Hold My Beard mm. Instagram account, maybe a Twitter. I don't, I don't tweet a lot. Yeah. But uh, I want your all's opinion. Let me know. Mm. Send me a message. Email me. Whatever. Text yeah. me if you have my number. Yeah. Um, yeah, Michael, thank you so much. No problem. Love you. Love you long time. Love you. <laughs> love you long time. L- long time. Love you love time. Long time. Long time? Love, 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 love. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Yeah. Well, I think that's all for today. And uh, take care. Deuces. Breakdowns. Gravity always.